As a young teen, Mary became a follower of Jesus after reading Focus on the Family's Brio magazine. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't have that. I'd really like to know what that's about. And so it was, it was an inward decision right there that I made in my room after reading you know, this article in the Brio magazine that I want to have that kind of walk with God that this girl is talking about. For 30 years, we've helped Mary grow in her faith. We've strengthened her marriage, and now we're equipping her to be a good mom to her own kids. Like, really Focus on the Family has been, and all the, the different resources and individuals, the voices of Focus on the Family, it's really been a mentor to me, to my family, um, and just it's cool to see the legacy. I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can save more families like Mary's every month. Please call 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. A lot of moms and sons have a really special relationship, but even then, there's a time in a boy's life when he goes to war with his mom. Um, Even a mama's boy does that. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. And Danny, I've seen it in my own family. Um, There is just a season, it seems, when mom becomes onerous. She becomes um, a real um, object of scorn and resentment. Is there an average age for that in most boys? And this is kind of a generality. <laughs> Generalization. It's not every yeah. boy, not yeah. every boy goes through that. I never had a point where I hated my mom. But right. when that does occur, how early do you see it, or what's an average age? Usually it's it's entering the teen years. Because, I wonder what uh, happens there. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what happens there, right? <laughs> they're, they're becoming much more independent, yeah. and they're wanting to pursue risk. And moms tend to be more on the safety side and— Hey, let's do things right. Let's do things by the rules. And naturally, we're a boy's moving beyond that so that they can go and explore the world and, and seek the adventure of life. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's some opposition as a boy starts to test the limits, even speed limits or traffic limits. And you can hear mom saying, hey, did you put your seatbelt on? Did you yeah. uh, drive did, safe? Yeah, you're, you're five, five miles an hour over. Yeah. And, and, and they're constantly reminding the uh, their sons about the rules or safety, and you can see sons begin to become very upset, annoyed, yeah. uh, and 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 some of the frustration is articulated by mom. Just leave me alone, or or just don't don't crack me all the time. And you hear that tension, and it's important for sons to begin to learn that moms have a great intention. It's not just about learning about the sons; it's also the sons learning about how their moms mm, are wired as well. Yeah. Yeah, I know a young man in his uh, early 20s, and he has, he's got this slow boil going on because his mom is stepping in, and he's like, just leave me alone. Let me be an adult. Can I please do this on my own? And she's just you know, convinced, no, you really can't yet. I need to help you. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's kind of painful to watch, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that most teenage boys don't want to be mommed anymore. Just they really don't. leave me alone. Yeah. It's not something moms should take personally, though, right? Yeah, and I want to coach the sons, though, a little bit. Okay. What they can say is, Mom, thank you for caring so much for me. Let, let me really try this on my own. I want to grow, and I need to grow. Hmm. And that hits the core of where the, the, the mom really truly wants their son to grow. But they want to be heard, and many times they don't feel heard, yeah. especially when the son is becoming defensive. Mm-hmm. So there's a way that both people can—the the son and the mom can have— 
success in this conversation with still holding up to the fact that they have conflicting desires here. I appreciate that. Well, Dr. Meg Meeker spoke with Focus President Jim Daly and me about what a mom can do when her son enters puberty, when uh, the hormones are raging, and he is mad at you. How does a mom, maybe of an older teen, you know, maybe 15, 16, hasn't been engaged in that way? I'm not leaving dads off the hook, but Meg's book title is Strong Mothers, Strong Sons. So let's speak specifically to that mom. How does she change course Hmm. if she hasn't felt the courage or the need to do that engagement? What, What can she do? It is hard because a lot of women, even though we're in tune with other people's emotions, don't want to talk about them. So I think that mothers have to muster the courage to begin in the easy spots. For instance, if you see your 10 or 11-year-old boy crying, he flunked a test, he's very upset, you go over and say, I see that you're really upset. What are you upset about? And when you begin to talk to them about identifying easy emotions, then you work up. And I think it's very hard as boys become teenagers because the testosterone comes, the anger is more intense, their muscles are growing. And I think boys sense this power coming on, and they really need to know there is this real power, and the emotions are intense. But we as mothers can't be afraid. We've got to say, you know what? Your emotions are more intense. What are you feeling, and how can I help you? It's tough. But we can do it, even if we start in the teen years. Well, and I think what I'm hearing you say is engage, don't back exactly. up. Because I think a natural inclination for a parent, a mom who can't feel in control might back up. And that, that may be the exact wrong step to e- make. Exactly. We're chicken because we know how to handle our girls. But we don't know what to say and how to handle our sons. Yeah. We know when they're 14, they don't want to be hugged. We know that... They don't want us to come to their school. They <laughs> Drop don't want them off. Their, their friends to meet us. <laughs> so we feel, well, if they don't want me, why should in the world should I say anything about their feelings? But the bottom line is they really do because they are attached to us. We just have to find the right time to talk to them about their feelings. And I have found that one of the best times to talk to sons is just before bedtime when their day is winding down. Mm. Yeah. In your book, Strong Mothers, Strong Sons, you prepare a mom in such a great way because you say, moms know that at some point every boy will wage war against you. (laughs) I mean, in some moms that haven't maybe had that experience are going, no, no, not my son. But you're saying it's kind of inevitable and it's healthy. Is it? healthy and is it inevitable? It's necessary. It's necessary. And even the boys who have great relationships with their mothers, and mothers will say this, I'm very close with my 17 and 18-year-old son, and that makes me a little nervous Mm -hmm. because even boys who are very easygoing, who love their moms, need to pull away and figure out who they are as men. And here's what happens to young boys as they're going through adolescence. There comes a time where I don't know if they wake up in the morning and it happens in one day or over a week or over a couple months, where they look at their mom and they go, I really love her. I confide in her. We have this really wonderful relationship, but something feels kind of creepy. Because she's my mom, and now I'm this sexual person, Hmm. and I can't 
feel that close to my mom. I don't understand. I need to pull away. And mothers misread that as though their sons are pulling away and not liking them, and they're inadequate. So when a son begins to pull away, a mom moves in closer. And that's the worst thing we mothers can do. Mm. Because a son, in order to understand his masculinity and identify his masculinity cannot do that when he feels very close to his mother because he gets confused and he needs to push back from his mother. And when I say hate his mother, he doesn't literally need to hate her, but he needs to distance himself enough to say, I don't need her. And that's okay. That's good. Huh. I mean, some moms are going, I can't believe this. Yeah. It's so critical, and it's one of the biggest problems we're facing in our culture today because the boys who are still living at home on their parents' couch may not have ever gone through this extremely important developmental stage because they live with mothers who need to be needed by their sons. And what they've communicated when sons begin to pull away is, no, 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 that's not good. That's not right. You still need me. I'll come with you. Yeah. If they're experiencing that right now, I mean, they're living that moment, um, maybe mistakes have been made. What can they do if they're there? They have an 18, 19-year-old who's not separating in a healthy way, maybe 22, 25. Mm -hmm. What can a mom and her husband, dad, what can they do to right that ship a bit to say you need to move forward? Well, they need to know they can right the ship. And first of all, mothers need to recognize and come to terms with the fact that her son doesn't need her. And she can even verbalize that out loud. He really doesn't need me. He doesn't need me in the way I would like him to need me. He can want to be with me. And he can enjoy my company, but he's a man. He doesn't need me because the truth of the matter is a 19-year-old son can't stand his own, on his own. Yeah. He can feed himself. He can clothe himself. He can house himself. So it's really important for a mother to square that away in her own mind. And then she needs to talk to him differently. Rather than talk to him as a boy, you speak to him as a man, even if you literally have to say, I have really enjoyed seeing the man you're growing into be. And many of us mothers continue to talk to our adult sons as boys. I will never forget the day our 18-year-old son came to me. I understand what I'm talking about in this book. And I was very protective of him. He was my baby and my son, my only son, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And he looked down at me from his six-foot-two frame one day and said, Mom, Will you stop talking to me as though there's something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And what I was doing subconsciously was something's wrong, I'll fix it. Something's wrong, I'll fix it. What's wrong? What's wrong? I'll fix it. Was school not good? You know, did you have a falling out with a girl? Did you having a and I didn't mean to do that, but as a mother who was trying to read her son all the time, wow. convinced that I could do something to help, even if it meant doing his laundry, I wanted to be in that role. And that was a turning point in our relationship. 
I never spoke, I hope, to him in that way again. I spoke to him consciously as a man who could stand on his own, who was fully capable of living without me. And I will say there was a separation in our relationship. But what you have to realize is you pull away and they pull away. And then some time goes by and you come back and you have a very healthy friendship later in life. Danny, it might get a little frightening for some moms as their boys grow into young men and they have trouble with things like emotions and anger. And we had moments like that in our home where... Uh, out of the blue, a, a normally you know friendly kid is just angry and mm-hmm. upset or crying. I mean, what's that about? You're 14 years old, 15 years old, and just emotional. I don't know why I'm crying. Um, the the trouble is when it when it gets kind of physically intimidating. You got this big boy now, and he might be angry. Um, mm-hmm. how, what does a mom do to defuse that situation? It's very difficult, especially when a when a son has anger issues, and so if there are uh, moms listening to this that have a son that's very large, very strong, and has ang- anger issues, it, it is important to get into counseling and get the the help your son needs. There may be some mental health issues that have not been identified mm. yet. Uh, there's, so so it's, it's, it can't all be chalked up to hormones? No, no. There can be uh, depression, bipolar disorder. There can be uh, in, in explosive disorder in there, just a mood mm. disorder in general. So you want to at least have an evaluation if your son gets out of control. Uh, there, I mean, some of the families I've worked with, there have been holes in the, in, in the wall, doors broken. Uh, it, it can get pretty dangerous, and, and some moms fear for their life. And uh, there have been moms that I've, I've had to coach to call the police if they, if they needed to to show the, the seriousness of what this— young adult boy is doing because the law will get involved if he's if he's any way uh, in 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 any way like this with a, a woman outside of the home and so yeah. she needs to give him yeah. the reality of that so so in when he's not riled up perhaps just say you know i, I got to tell you i feel unsafe when you get that way mm-hmm. and i know I know that you're struggling to express your anger, but we've got to come up with some ways that you can do this without kicking stuff or throwing stuff or making me feel unsafe because I know that if you can't control it here in the home, you probably can't control it out of the home, and that's a sure sign of of trouble. How many boys would listen to that kind of a calm calm approach? Well, if there's a good relationship, there there will be. Uh, some listening there. And I think moms can sometimes contribute to the anger. So so moms do need to figure out, well, how am I contributing to this? Not out of shaming again. This yeah. is about owning and self-awareness. And maybe that's a good question. Is there something I'm doing that's just pushing your buttons? And they may say, just you're giving me rules. Well, okay, that's that's what a mom's role is. But if there's uh, something that a mom continually is saying, the same thing over and over again, or being very critical... Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a growth point for a mom as well. Okay, so dad is watching this, and he's thinking, yeah, you just described what I see. My wife is actually probably, you know, a big part of the problem. She's not handling this well, but I can't say anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to that's gonna deep six our relationship. Mm-hmm. Now what? Well, it's important to identify what the problem is, and it's relational. There's a problem with a connection, and as a dad, what you can say is I want everyone here in the home 
to connect. We're going to have a family meeting. And oh, when you have, that's, when you have, those are the words of dread for right. my kids. Uh, we never had any good family <laughs> meetings. It was always something heavy and awkward. Well, I, I'd encourage root beer floats or something kind of okay. enjoyable for those meetings. Where were you 10, uh, <laughs> 10 15 years ago, man? Those, those can't, you can yeah, make them a good fun idea. And, and make them short, have a timer with it. Excellent hey, we're going to do 10 minutes so it doesn't feel like you're there on a and sen- it's not, life sentence. And it's not, I'm here to vent. <laughs> right. It's, a, I'm here to identify a problem. I'm role playing this a little mm-hmm. bit based on what you're coaching me to say. I'm, I'm seeing a problem and a pattern. And I'd like us to put it on the table so we can deal with it. Yeah, let's solve this. Let's it's let's diagnose solutions. the problem. So you know, you know, uh, Jimmy, I know you get upset all the time. That's part of adolescence. Um, you know, Jana, I know you are a caring, loving mom, but sometimes there are issues. The two of you don't communicate. How can I help? Mm-hmm. They may say that we don't want your Crickets, help. Yeah, we're very angry. Well, okay. Yeah. So what if they say that? Am I supposed to say? Well, it's still. It's okay. Yeah, I, I think it it's a fair question to say, is this really working out for our family? Because the the roads between us seem to have a lot of uh, need for construction. We uh, There are potholes everywhere. We're, we're running into each other. And we can have a lot better, and it's up to us. And this is more of a loving – about a loving you guys. And if there's something I'm bringing to the table, let's just put it all on the table and solve it because we can have a lot more available to us. Mm. And it's up to us to solve this. Otherwise, let's go to a counselor and, you know, I'll make the appointment and I'll facilitate that. I'll take the car to the mechanic if it's not running right. right. So let me take our relationships to a counselor if it's not running right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of complexities to this. There are. There's no easy answer. Um, You know, the guidance we're offering you comes from a great deal of study and expertise on Danny's part, his heart, his... um, his experience as a counselor. And certainly Dr. Meg Meeker has decades of work as a pediatrician. We do recommend you reach out to us if we can be of service to you. Focus on the Family has a lot of great resources, including caring Christian counselors. You can call and schedule a time to talk to them. Uh, They'll help you identify the problem and some next steps in dealing with it. Um, They'll also point you to resources. We have so many. And um, if you can, please make a donation today of any amount to focus on the family. Become a monthly sustainer with a monthly pledge or uh, make a one-time gift. And we'll send strong mothers, strong sons as our thank you gift for your contribution. All the details and donation opportunities are on our website, and we've got the information in the show notes. And, and by the way, we've mentioned dads a few times here today. We have a whole site for you, Dad. It's focusonthefamily.com slash dads. Next time, Dr. Meeker explains how to keep everyone in their proper place in a good way. For now, on behalf of Danny and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm-hmm.